God has a responsibility resting on your shoulders based on the gift he's given to you to meet needs, to answer prayers. And if you don't do it, they will hold you accountable. So when Satan is telling you to, to segment yourself and to barricade yourself, he knows he's trying to impoverish you eternally. Because God is commanding you to use the gift he has given to you. And minister it as a good steward. A steward is somebody you entrust things with and they have to give an account. What did you do with the gift I gave you? What did you do with the grace I imparted to you? What did you do with it? You will answer for it. Okay? He said to put it like this. You need to remember that God is counting on you. To be his answer to someone's prayer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a revolution. He says, you have to be a good steward of the manifold grace of God. I told you, when I caught a hold of this thing recently, he revolutionized everything. I said, this is resurrection, because that resurrection, we're not waiting on a healing evangelist to come or some prophet to come. Uh, no, it's the grace of God mutating to meet whatever need that's on ground. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Eh? When I started out this Bible study with a prophetic word, that's the grace. I'm teaching now, that's the grace. Yeah. When I started exhorting, that's the grace. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory. Oh, God. It's a manifold grace. It's not one thing. It's multidimensional. Glory to God. A good steward. I'm using everything I have. The manifold grace. You're a good steward. You have to make your destiny. Because what creates frustration is you keep sitting around waiting on God. And he never comes because you didn't do anything with what he's giving you already. So why are you expecting a promotion? Why are you expecting an elevation? <laughs> huh? it's, it's amazing. That's the way this kingdom is arranged. You should, you should say, Lord... Make me an instrument of your grace. Let me produce fruit in abundance. Let me be your answer to someone's prayers. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. I love how the New Living Translation put it. Let me see if I find it. He said, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. So God has given you a gift. Hallelujah. 
Do you know you have a gift tonight? So nobody is empty, nobody is bankrupt. If you're finding that you're, you're, you're getting depressed, don't you know what that is? You're focusing on yourself. That's the source of the depression. You look, start looking to Jesus. Start paying attention to what other people are going through and desire to help. Your depression will be gone. The anointing will fall on you. And before you know it, even what you're believing for will manifest. But if you focus on you, you keep going down. Before long, you want to kill yourself. Because there's not much to you. <laughs> we are told to look unto Jesus because he will continue to dazzle you. Hallelujah. Ooh, I felt him there. <laughs> hey, when, you, when, when his face shines on you, I told you, I asked the Lord years ago, how is it that the creatures around the throne keep bowing down? Eh? Forever and ever. They never get tired. They, they look up, they bow down. Look up. Eh? I, I said, what is? How is that? <laughs> he said to me that every time they look up at me, they see something they've never seen. And they bow down again. You look, hey. Let him dazzle you tonight. You are not told to look at yourself. You say, looking unto Jesus. You keep looking there. Keep looking there. And when his face begins to dazzle you, what depression? Demons who take flight. How can it be that temperature went down and it's cold? And now people are getting depressed. So all it takes is temperature for your mood to, to swing. That is not the spirit life. That is a carnal life. Your fire ought to be stronger than the weather. <laughs> if, you, if you lay down and talk in tongues for five minutes and the fire of God is on you, you don't, you don't remember that it's cold. Hallelujah. The sun of righteousness is shining in my heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You should be dazzled by him. All right. Okay, look at 1 Corinthians 4. It's the same. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ. And what? He keeps using the word stewards. Stewards. We're entrusted with something. We must give an account of it. He said, account of us as ministers of God, but more importantly, as stewards of the mysteries of God. <laughs> God entrusted mysteries unto us, and, and we are stewards. We're using it, hallelujah, to build lives, to perfect people's faith, to encourage, to teach, to instruct. 
So you cannot give yourself an out. No, you have something. God has given you something. You have grace to minister. Grace. Watch. He says, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found. Mm -hmm. You have to be assessed and proven to be faithful. No excuses. Isn't that what God said to me? He said, no excuses. Get the job. But then, how are you going to be attending this church then and you keep making excuses? When God told me, don't, no excuse will cut it. Get the job done. So, the, the world calls it possibility thinking. No, I call it Holy Ghost creativity. My mind doesn't know the answer. I wait for the Holy Spirit to instruct me. And, and what dazzles me about the Holy Spirit's instruction is that it makes no sense to me, not the devil. <laughs> he will give you instructions. You, you might see something, and you, you have a migraine. He said, now take care of that. He said, Lord, I have a migraine. <laughs> he will tell you, okay, sit down. You sit down. He said, now put your hands on your head. And hold it for five minutes and take it off. Okay, now go get it done. And the migraine lifts from you. That's why he said, no excuses. Get the job done. Okay, thank you, Lord. He's not telling you, no excuses, get the job done. So you will be so macho, so strong. He said, no, I am with you. I will give you the solution. To every problem to get the job done. That's what he's saying. He's not saying pull your own self up by your own bootstraps. He's saying, no, I'm available. I am with you. I am the answer. I have wisdom. Hey, hallelujah. There's no reason for you to fail at anything when I'm with you. Hallelujah. Don't allow your mind to give you a lower destiny. Maybe you're not impressed, but I am so impressed when I'm looking at all supernatural creativity produced. Hmm? I remember when we got the RH as the logo of the ministry. Ooh, it was so ecstatic. God inspired this guy in, in Tennessee to produce that thing. And then he showed it to a worker here at the time how to take the logo, shoot it with a, what do you call those things? Projector. You know, we used to use it for words. You know, you put clear things with the words and it will project on the wall. Look at how far we have come. <laughs> Even some young people here don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you take that projector and you put it on wood. And he carved out that orange. So when you walk through here, you see creativity. Eh? One guy was here then, and he knew this guy that does beautiful woodwork. And as soon as I mentioned what God showed me, he just went in here and built it. And then when we finished, and I'm praying one morning, I saw two columns in the front. 
But they said, well, there's no column there. I said, then make it a fake color. I said, but these grooves were different from the ones I saw. It's like, as I'm spitting it out, he had the right people around me who could interpret what I'm saying. So when you see it, you're seeing a building. When I see it, I'm grinning from ear to ear because from scratch, the Holy Ghost created everything you see. Hallelujah. You can get the job done. Watch. Because you have issues in your life and you keep trying to figure them out. No. You can't figure it out. Your mind is not giving you to solve life's problems. We solve problems by revelation. By unction. One instruction from the Holy Spirit. He says, we are stewards of the manifold grace of God. Look at this. He says, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But now watch this. I remember. Okay, I'll read it first. He said, but with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you. Or of man's judgment. Yea, I remember years ago, I was talking with this other pastor, and he was talking about, well, that he feels judged and all of that. I said, Paul says it's, it's, an, it's not a big deal that I'm judged. He said, well, I didn't say I was Paul. <laughs> but I thought we were all trying to follow those that went before us. Amen. But watch now, because for most church people, we suffer so much because we we're easily embarrassed. Amen. We don't want this to happen. We don't want that. Paul says it's a, it's a, it's a minor thing. It's a non-issue. Amen. You need to learn it tonight. It's a non-issue that somebody made a comment about your hair. Amen. Hmm? I've seen people, somebody says something about their dress, and they don't come to church for a month. Why? You're all that important? Hallelujah. It's just a very small thing that I should be judged of you. It shouldn't be a big thing that people judge you. So people like me, then I should commit suicide? They used to write on me on, you know, on Facebook. That's why I left Facebook, because it was such a source of pain until I stopped reading. And I told people, don't bring me. You don't know what peace I'm enjoying for not being in social media. I don't know what y'all are talking about over there. I don't know what, who is showing what or, or who is, you know, saying whatever. It takes so much time from you. You can't hear from God. Anyway, but with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you. Stop making mountains out of molehill. Just because somebody has an opinion. Should not send you into depression. Amen. You don't change churches. Amen. Paul says it's a very small thing. It's a very small thing. And when Satan is messing with you with that thing, you will, he'll be lying to you. And, and, and you're coming and, and then somebody looks the other. You see, they're all turning away from me now. 
Like I got to play. He, he would just be pumping lies and lies and lies. And all of a sudden, you're conscious of anything, you know? Someone says, are you okay? You see? Here you go. This is... It's a very small thing. Somebody say it's a very small thing. It's a very small thing. But anybody should judge you. Of man's judgment period. Watch. Look at what Paul says. It's a very small thing that I should be judged of you. Or of man's judgment. Yeah. I don't even judge my own self. You need to quit it. Come on, you ladies that are married. Eh? You have to be careful that you don't tear down your husband's ego or his strength by your criticism. Amen. You should be an encourager. I didn't get much amen. <laughs> you should be encouraging. Yeah, you can encourage him to do better. Amen. But you cannot tear him down. Amen. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. She's telling me to preach, yes. I'm prophesying. Amen. I don't know what's going on with who, but I'm just telling you, 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 you must encourage your head. You must encourage your husband. Yes. He's out there fighting for you. Yes. Hallelujah. Rome was not built in a day. Amen. And squad as it's kept, you, you didn't accomplish whatever. <laughs> huh? So as soon as you got married, now you want him to, you know, go and steal from Chase Manhattan and, right, right. and break in the <laughs> Rockefeller. <laughs> And bring millions overnight. Hallelujah. Her husband, if, if, if she's making those kind of comments, it should be a light thing to you. You should look up and say, don't worry, keep talking. One day God will show you. Amen. You show her that God is the strength of your life. Hallelujah. And a son of God, this is how you become irrelevant in a son of God's life. When you don't encourage and strengthen, when he's going through something. When he believes God and wins without you, you become irrelevant in his life. You become irrelevant. Because now he and God are moving on. And you don't matter anymore. You better side with God now. Amen. I don't know who I'm talking to, whether you're in TV, uh, YouTube land or in the house. Straighten up tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Now watch. He says, he said, yeah, I judge my, not my own self, for I know nothing by myself. Yet am I not hereby justified. But he that judgeth me... <laughs> That's all that matters. It's the Lord that is judging me. Amen. I told you that's what I celebrate. God's testimony of me. Not people's opinion. I mean, I, if you know what some people out there are saying, <laughs> I laugh because 
They're wishing me evil, but their wishes are falling on them. Because none of them are getting anywhere. Hallelujah. You know, people are funny. When you're struggling, they say, I ain't going to make it. Then finally, when you make it, they say, oh, we knew he would make it. <laughs> and then tomorrow, when you really make it, they start claiming that they helped you make it. <laughs> yeah, that's how people are. The Bible said that wealth maketh many friends. So when I go to Nigeria... Yeah, people are coming and say, well, do you remember in 1970? <laughs> 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 One guy said to me that in 1972, that he and I were in front of the king's palace, and we were talking about our destinies. Oh, really? I don't even know you. <laughs> and what, was, what, what, what is this recollection supposed to produce? Okay, we were together talking about our destiny. What's, okay, what is your destiny? Oh, okay, I just got it. Because we talked about our destiny, and mine has worked, so bring what you got. Because I was the one that helped you by talking about it. Mm. <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> so you need to pay her. It's amazing. He says, He that judgeth me is the Lord. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord come. Hallelujah. Ooh. This is what I'm encouraging my sons, particularly because men have so much to overcome in this country. Black men. Hallelujah. See, that's why you must walk in faith. It don't matter who is saying what against you. It don't matter what intimidation on the job Amen. or who is promoted over yeah. you or yeah. this and that and the other. Keep your eyes. Yeah. Because when he shows up, yeah. hallelujah, you will have David's testimony. You are my glory. Yeah. And the lifter up of my head. Yeah. Glory to God. God is faithful. He may not pay every Friday, but he pays. He pays. He pays. He pays. Beloved, if you have listened to this message and followed it, you will see clearly that the sword of the Spirit was in operation. The Holy Spirit was going into very important areas in our human relationships, particularly in the covenant of marriage. Many times I have said here in, in our church that the position of the wife and the pastor are the same because we are called to serve people. And many times, if you have not resolved yourself that it is God you are serving in people, you will get so angry and then you will by your own hands, destroy what God has done for you. I've seen pastors do that. People, God's people are such a difficult bunch to deal with. But you know what's funny? 
nobody thinks of themselves in that light. They're always passing it on to other people and they're not dealing with themselves. I've asked the question, have you counted the cost? How much it costs? That's the best, better way to put it. Have you noticed how much it costs to love you? I call it the high cost of loving you. And then in the other dimension, you see, a man chooses a wife and all of a sudden the woman is putting so much pressure. She's not satisfied with the money. She's not satisfied with it. And she wants the man to work magic. She's not willing to support him, pray for him, and then do her best to help him. Instead, she's criticizing and tearing down. This has destroyed so many marriages. And I'm saying if you push the man where he now goes alone with God and he succeeds and gets a breakthrough from the Lord, you make yourself irrelevant in his life. Now you don't matter anymore. Those things have destroyed so many marriages. Rome was not built in a day. Encourage your husband, stand with him, pray for him, fast and pray. And let God bless you guys and bless your home and help you do better. These are the principles of the kingdom of God. If you're a minister and you're believing God to have your own church, then serve faithfully where God has placed you. And then one day God will give you your own. You can't make a ministry. It's God that gives it to you and then God honors your faith and God helps you do it. And those that serve you, God blesses them. But if you go out and make a ministry on your own, you're going to sit there frustrated. It will be a brick wall. And the people that are serving with you will be totally frustrated because God will not answer their prayers. You're all in rebellion and you're doing something he never wanted. A couple joined this church some years ago and they told me, that they were part of this ministry and they never saw one prayer answered in four to five years. And they too never got any prayers answered. They stepped through the door right here at Resurrection House and bang! God started moving in their lives. They literally went to their savings account and emptied it and brought it in a, 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 an envelope and handed it to me. And said, hey, this, we, we say thank you for delivering us and rescuing us. Don't, <laughs> so many people are in trouble. You, you're following a man not called. You are following people that went out in ministry in rebellion. You're following, I've seen people destroy so many lives for no reason. May this message correct you. May this message bless you, strengthen you, show you the right way. And God will honor and bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Call today, 770-994-3777. It's your breakthrough prayer line. Amen. Put your seed in the ground. I keep encouraging you to stand with the voice of resurrection. you see miracles happen in your life. Or you can put it in the mail, P.O. Box 251, Union City, Georgia, 30291. We have everything. Cash up. The dollar sign, RHFN, I believe I'm calling them all right. It's all on your screen. I don't need to tell you. Amen. God bless you. Remember, you can come worship with us and experience the glory of resurrection. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. God bless you. We love you. Receive grace. 
In Jesus' name, amen.